From APM American Public Media, this is a special podcast-only year-in-review edition of WITS. I'm John Moe. We know that WITS is America's top source for news, obviously. Public radio variety programs in general, yes, but ours in particular. We know that. We bear that responsibility. And with that in mind, let's take a look back at the year that was. January. Janet Yellen becomes the chair of the Federal Reserve. She's the first woman to serve in that role and the first person whose last name was a synonym for making loud noises with your mouth since William B. Scream in 1974. No mountain lion was interviewed or even considered for the job. President Obama announces sweeping reforms to the National Security Agency in response to widespread complaints about overreaching government surveillance. The reforms will make it more difficult for the government to spy on citizens, but nothing can stop mountain lions from spying on citizens. February. The Winter Olympics are held in Sochi, Russia, as nations around the world come together to slide around on the ice in lots of different ways and then sometimes hold still and put medals around their necks. Americans took home the gold in men's freestyle snowball fighting, pairs snowman building, and ice prancing. Russia took home the most medals, winning the gold in team ice shard hurling, staring at desolate landscapes, and shirt not wearing, which was won by Vladimir Putin. Mountain lions were once again not allowed to participate. And that is how you say yes in Russian. President Obama signs an executive order raising the minimum wage for federal contract workers from $7.25 an hour to $10.10. The order applies to humans only and not mountain lions. March. Russia formally annexes Crimea and everything works out fine. You can tell it works out fine because you don't hear much about it anymore. It's all okay. There are no mountain lions in Crimea. And that is how you say, I'm fine, thanks, in Russian. At the Academy Awards, 12 Years a Slave wins Best Picture. Matthew McConaughey wins Best Actor, as well as Actor Most Pleased with Himself. All right, all right, all right. Kate Blanchett wins Best Actress and Worst Spelling of the Name Kate. No Mountain Lions win awards because none of the insiders in Hollywood are willing to listen to their ideas or even show them how to work a camera. April. The FDA announces that it will start regulating electronic cigarettes. Future packaging will make it clear that anyone smoking e-cigarettes will look like a nerd and a doofus. A nerd doofus. A nerfus. The rules will not apply to mountain lions, as rules rarely do. Los Angeles Clippers owner Donald Sterling is banned from the NBA and fined $2.5 million after tapes are leaked that feature him making racist comments. When news of this breaks, people of Los Angeles are shocked and horrified to discover that there is such a thing as the Los Angeles Clippers. The team is later sold to non-mountain lion Steve Ballmer.
May. Oregon and Pennsylvania legalize same-sex marriage. Mountain lion marriage continues in much the same way it always has. June. The San Antonio Spurs win the NBA championship while the Los Angeles Kings take the Stanley Cup in hockey. Neither league permits mountain lions to play, although in fairness, no mountain lion has demonstrated an ability to dribble a basketball effectively or understand the icing rule. You know, folks, wits would not be possible if not for the generous support of our sponsors. These are kind, benevolent organizations who really believe in what we're doing. And they're not sponsoring us to further an agenda or sneak promotional items into the news, expand their brand. No, it's nothing like that. They just want to bring you the best programming possible. And now, a word from our newest sponsor. The mountains. A tough place where only the tough survive. A place where your day is spent finding food, killing food, eating food, or being food. In the moments between all that food business, you can get to thinking about humans, and what humans do, and how you're not one of them, and how you'd like to eat one of them if at all possible. Hello, we're mountain lions, and we've noticed our habitat slowly shrinking away as humans build new homes and commercial buildings in the land where we once roamed free. We've also noticed how humans completely freak out and totally overreact when we kill and eat one of them, even if it's one of the frail old humans. It simply isn't fair. Your crime is trespassing. Our only crime is being mountain lions. Recently, we had a chance to do something about it. We were killing and eating a frail old human and discovered that he had a great deal of money in his backpack. With that money, we Mountain Lions elected to sponsor a special podcast edition of Wits. Such is our natural feral instincts. We understand the need for impartiality in public broadcasting and how the content of what we support could not be influenced by the money we were giving. Actually, we don't understand that concept at all. We're mountain lions. We understand killing and eating, and after that, everything gets a little sketchy. So we threaten the staff of wits with our razor-sharp claws and big teeth into putting a sorely needed pro-mountain lion spin on the material in the show. Enjoy. July. Washington becomes the second state in the country to legalize marijuana for recreational purposes. Meanwhile, the New York Times publishes an editorial calling for legalization nationwide. In related stories, have you ever looked at your hands? I mean, really? And SpongeBob is so funny, dude. Also, mountain lions don't need marijuana because they're high on life. Germany defeats Argentina in the FIFA World Cup. 
As is customary, the losing team was then dragged into the mountains by nearby mountain lions and then treated really well and made to feel welcome at a big farm from which they can never return. August, warm weather, lots of uh, you know, uh, people frolicking in the mountains this time of year, pouncing on deers and eating them, having kittens after 91 days of gestation. So frankly, no one really pays attention to the news in August. We don't really know what happened. September. Omar Jose Gonzalez leaps the fence at the White House and manages to get well inside the building before being caught in one of the most noteworthy Secret Service failures in history. The fastest human, by the way, Usain Bolt, can run 28 miles an hour. The average mountain lion, average, can run 50 miles an hour. But mountain lions respect the White House, and they stay off the fences. October. Unemployment among humans hits 5.9%, the lowest rate since July of 2008 before the economic collapse. Unemployment among mountain lions remains at 0.0%, with the most popular job still being predator. Kailash Sadyarti, a children's rights advocate from India, and Malala Yousafzai, a 17-year-old girls' education activist from Pakistan, are announced as joint winners of the Nobel Peace Prize. Once again, the Mountain Lion Peace Prize was not awarded. A spokesperson for Mountain Lion said, November. Republicans win big in the midterm elections to take control of both houses of Congress. Mountain lions easily retain control of mountains. President Obama announces executive action on immigration, delaying the deportation of some 5 million undocumented immigrants. The government continues to leave mountain lions, none of whom are documented, alone, which is wise. First day of autumn, up your nose. And December. In a surprising move, President Obama moves toward normalizing relations with Cuba, allowing expanded trade and travel and reversing a decades-old policy. The move is criticized by Republicans, but applauded by mountain lions who have never traveled to Cuba to eat Cuban human beings before. It's coming down. Snow paints on the motor veins. Keeps your business on the ground. Coming down Slow day for the teacher And her wheels are spinning now On account of winter Mrs. Braintree All the roads are closed And the stores are for vagabonds It's coming down And that's pretty much everything that happened in 2014. Thank you once again to our sponsors who insisted on us remaining completely journalistically neutral. We asked some of our friends, guests of Wits, to share with us some of their best and worst moments of 2014 and what they're looking forward to in 2015. Here's what they had to say. 
Hey, it's Mike Doty. I am recording this backstage in Boston, Massachusetts. I would say the highlight of 2014 were the very few sensible conversations I had on Facebook. The low light were the very nasty, terrible conversations I had on Facebook. And what I'm looking forward to in 2015 is not being on Facebook. Also, what I'm looking forward to is the inevitable invitation to come back and do wits again. Marry something. Bye, everybody. Hi, I'm Michael Eagle. Um, people call me Open Mike Eagle. My highlight of the year 2014 is putting out an album that people had a bunch of good stuff to say about and some other people bought it and I went on tour and stuff and I was able to go to Europe and tour there for the first time. So my highlights are all very personal, very career oriented and kind of lame. My low light is a terrible show I had in Athens, Georgia, where I was booked in a bar the same night that the uh, University of Georgia had their first home game of the college football season. And what I found out is that on days like that, all the cool people in Athens don't come out of the house. So um, I performed for no one for the first time in a long time. And that was the terriblest thing that I can remember quickly. I look forward to not doing that again in 2015. And I think that's all. Bye. Hey, this is Hari Kondabolu. Uh, my highlight of 2014 uh, was releasing my debut album, Waiting for 2042, on indie label Kill Rockstars. And the low light was uh, hitting my head uh, in Vancouver during a sound check. I hit my head on a speaker uh, and got a mild concussion, uh, which I'm still uh, suffering from a little bit, I think. Uh I think I'm still, uh, what is this for again? My highlight this year, uh, was the movie Boyhood. My low light as a comedian was Suey Park saying that context doesn't matter with jokes. My low light as a human being were the contents of the CIA's torture report. And what I'm most looking forward to in 2015 is Mad Max Fury Road. This is Pat Oswalt speaking from the heart. Hello, everyone. My name is Paget Brewster. I am an actress and a John Moe and Wits enthusiast. Uh, the best of 2014 was that nothing catastrophic happened to myself or my loved ones. No zombies or tsunamis or any other form of apocalypse. The worst of 2014 is the discovery that I'm still a paranoid conspiracy theorist prepper. What I'm looking forward to in 2015 is uh, breaking ground on the construction of a high-end bomb shelter in an undisclosed location. Pretty excited about that. Happy New Year, everyone. Hi there, Wits. This is Kelly Hogan. Um, I sing in Nico Case's band, and I've had the great fortune to be on Wits twice. I'm a Wits twofer. For that, I'm very... Uh, very grateful, and that was one of my highlights of 2014. Um, I guess the biggest highlight for me in 2014 was getting to be in uh, the band with Mavis Staples, the great Mavis Staples. I got to sing with her a handful of times, and I'm still not sure how I didn't completely explode. Um, low light of 2014, uh, definitely breaking up with my boyfriend, but that was kind of also a highlight, so... Um, 
moving on. Uh, 2015, I'm really looking forward to, um, I'm going to tour with the Decemberists and sing back up with them, and I'm looking forward to traveling worldwide and uh, finding new and different corn dogs. And uh, hope I get to come back to Wits. I love you guys. Have a good new year. Bye. Hello, Wits. This is Tao Nguyen. Uh, the highlight of my 2014 was um, the birth of my youngest nephew. And uh, the low light of 2014 was um, I accidentally watched several hours of the reality show Vanderpump Rules on a cross-country flight. And in 2015, I look forward to accidentally watching a few more episodes of Vanderpump Rules um, with my nephews. Have a good year. Hi, this is three-time WITS veteran Rhett Miller. Happy holidays, y'all. The highlight of my year this year, and I wish I was just sucking up to WITS by saying this, was taping WITS with Paul F. Tompkins, Padgett Brewster, and Weird Al Yankovic. The low light of my year was when it was over. Happy holidays to all y'all. I can't wait to come back to WITS. I love you. I love you. I love you. Oh, we love you too, Rhett Miller, and all of our other friends who have been on our stage and in our radios and in our hearts. It's an honor and privilege to make this show with all of you week after week. And we definitely love you as well, dear audience. You make this show happen, and we thank you from the bottom of our hearts. We're looking forward to a great 2015 from all of us at WITS. Happy New Year to you and yours. You can find Wits on internet at witsradio.org. We're also on Twitter, Tumblr, and Facebook, so look for us and say hello. We are not on Friendster at the moment. We're exploring those options. Hans Buto is our coordinating producer. Corey Schreppel is our technical director. Special thanks to Steve Nelson this week. Our executive producer is Peter Clowney. Senior producer is Larissa Anderson. I'm John Moe. Bye now. <laughs>